You're listening to Yeg Hustle, a podcast about mindful entrepreneurship. These are your hosts, Jay Downton and April Prescott. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Yeg Hustle podcast. I'm April and we've got Jay here. Coming to you uh, from our phones yet again because we're busy people. <laughs> COVID podcasting at its finest. Yeah, exactly. Keeping safe, keeping safe. And uh, we thought that we might just talk a little bit, have a bit of a conversation just about stress. I suggested because uh, that was literally the theme of my day, if not the last two weeks. And I know it's something that Jay deals with on a regular basis. And it's often one of the things that um, gets people down in business and also something that people seek uh, help with. So we thought that we might give that a shot. Give stress a shot? <laughs> give talking about it a shot. <laughs> See what we can come up with. Yeah. Um, so I know, uh, Jay, you've kind of talked about this before, but um, maybe for any new listeners or people who haven't heard this story before, maybe just talking a little bit about what led you to working with me and led you to coaching and finding mindfulness. Cause I think that that's a really good exemplar of stress and how it was very specific to um, your business. Uh, yeah. Um, so a few years back now, just over, I guess, two and a half years uh, ago, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I've created this situation for myself in the sense of I'm an opportunist, so I like to juggle many balls. Uh, and uh, especially in the early stages of everything, you have to carry the brunt of the, of the workload. And so there's always a million things to do. And, you know, normally for the most part, I was able to identify and just chip away uh, at the list of a million things and keep kind of moving the chains on on what we were doing. Um, but kind of hit a point where uh, I was allowing all this to overwhelm me uh, and feeling a lot of stress, even though I'm feeling stress throughout this whole time, but channeling it and applying it uh, differently as I learned after the fact, but, um, you know, it it would come a point where, you know, things are on fire. I know there's a million things I need to do. I would get to my office. I would flip open my laptop and I'd have no clue what to do all of a sudden, uh, wouldn't know where to start. Um, and just kind of succumb and felt overwhelmed to the stress that I was carrying. Uh, and not really giving it an outlet either, uh, internalizing it and just saying, okay, hey, Jay, you, you got to be better. Um, you shouldn't let this overwhelm you and just kind of just get that internal narrative going. And then I've been carrying this with me for some time. And then all of a sudden, kind of a, a bit of a, yes, we'll say we stepped on a landmine for lack of a better term. It wasn't necessarily a mistake we made, but something kind of blew up. Uh, and it wasn't even, it was a big thing, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it wasn't going to end anything, but Mm -hmm. that was the trigger, uh, for me where what I became super overcome and I thought I had a heart attack. Um, (laughs) and in fact, learning 
after the fact that I had a panic attack and I had kind of all this stuff I was carrying uh, with me, um, allowing myself to be overwhelmed by all of it. Uh, and then having this was just this was I was a ticking time bomb. It, it didn't matter. Something was going to trigger me to go into this state. And yeah, I had a panic attack. And initially, like I said, for the first little bit, I was scared thinking I was having heart issues. And all of a sudden I was changing my diet and, you know, doing things like heart health stuff. And then quickly kind of doing research and, and, and having conversations, realized it was a panic attack. And then that's what's kind of triggered me to say, okay, well, if I'm internalizing stress and not dealing with it properly, I need to get help on how to do that because this stress in my life isn't going to go away. If you're in business, you have stress. Um, it doesn't matter. Even good times are bad, and that's not to scare anyone. There's just always going to be some things that uh, can weigh heavy on you, and that's fine even in the good times and because you, you care so much. So Because we are always looking for something to stress out about as entrepreneurs. Like, what's the next thing mm-hmm. that's broken that we need to fix? Yeah. And, you know, I used to use stress as a motivator, but uh, clearly I had too much and I was just, I let it consume me. So then I reached out and asked for help to learn how to kind of deal with this, to kind of regain my focus. So I don't feel like I'm in this quicksand um, and not, you know, really doing anything to get myself out of it. So that's kind of like the long version (laughs) no it's good i think it's i think it's important that we um first of all tell these stories because i think a lot of people expect a certain level of stress when you are in entrepreneurship or small business because a lot of it does fall on you you end up wearing a lot of hats but i think the piece that doesn't get talked about a lot is how that affects our health our mental health our relational health and there's this badge of honor that seems to be, you know, created within society of like, well, yeah, you're supposed to be stressed out. So be stressed out and don't share it with anybody because this is the way, you know, that it should be. And there's a, there's still, even though we're talking more about it uh, today, that there's still this stigma that, you know, you shouldn't be uh, sharing these troubles that everybody else share has anyway, because, you know, this isn't something that we talk about. Yeah, no. And I, I have no idea where I'd be if I didn't reach out and kind of start getting this off my chest and working with someone and trying to figure out a way how to kind of compartmentalize and deal with this and continue on and get my focus back. I, I, I have no idea where I'd be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was, um, I can think of like over a handful of instances, but uh, I mean, teaching is stressful as it is. I think everybody kind of knows that, but unless you're in, in the classroom dealing with it, it's hard to, to understand. But um, I was teaching in a preschool program, uh, working with children with uh, med- high medical needs as well. And um, it just, led me to the down the path of burnout and part of why that happened was the fact that I felt that I didn't have enough resources uh, to um, help these kiddos both in myself and in the program and then also uh, one of the definitions of burnout is around expectation so expecting something to happen and it not happening and then you feel 
let down. And for me, a lot of that came from the parents that I was working with. And I really had to take a second look at how much I was expecting of my parents. And um, uh, that's, it was in actually in that summer that I stumbled upon mindfulness, went to California and started learning about it where I came back and finally had this tool that, that doesn't mean that I um, haven't experienced stress. If anything, I've had some major episodes of stress uh, since then, but my ability to bounce back from them has been that much greater just because of the skill set that I've been able to obtain. And also I've been in the same boat where I've had to reach out uh, for help, just like you did, just in different ways and to different people and, and figuring out, you know, what is it that I need in order to feel like I can safely move forward. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Stress is, stress is an interesting subject. And, you know, I think, for me, actually, you know, full disclosure, last month has just felt really stressful. And I think it's just, you know, as I kind of, once again, now bring awareness to it and kind of look at it from the outside, at least I can allow get perspective and try to identify kind of the triggers of what that is. And mm-hmm. sometimes I live in it a little bit longer than I should, but then I can pull myself out and kind of look at it and be like, why is, what's causing this? And for mm-hmm. me during this whole time, like, you know, COVID was, has been a very interesting thing for everyone. And, you know, it all starts as, with a huge negative impact. And now it's, you know, for me, the mission is, well, how do we turn this into a positive? How do we, how do we come out of this stronger? How do we, what is the opportunity that we can identify that, you know, we can do to allow our companies to survive this, allow our team members to stay with us, uh, and um, identify new parts of the business that we can create during this time that can live with us coming out of this. So mm-hmm. I've, I've been carrying this, the stress on myself to, 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 to lead the charge on that because I've been now going dealing with the stress of, okay, well, everything's on fire okay, shit, uh, now let's just start kind of chipping away at all those fires and mitigating, mitigating them and maybe not putting them out, but keeping them under control um, yeah. during this time. And then t- to the point of like, okay, well, now I have to really figure out the opportunities of this and the things we can do different or the things we can add or the things we can subtract to make sure that we come out of this stronger. Because like, Jay, I keep like, this is... As bad as things are, the like if 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 you can identify some things, you can make you you can you can secure the next ten years for your business. Yeah. If you do things right now, mm-hmm. and I've put a lot of pressure on myself during this time for that, and <laughs> um, you know I'm I'm happy that my actions are at least mirroring, you know what I'm what I'm trying to do, and that's good. But I'm just like putting the pressure. I'm like, well, is it enough? Is it good enough? And like, this has been the things recently that I've been struggling with. And I've been allowing myself to kind of weigh on myself. And, but, you know, in the last few weeks, you know, I, 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 I reached out to April. I said, let's have a chat. I'm like, I need to redefine my goals. Cause like, if I don't, if I don't do that, like I'm saying everything is my goal right now. And I'm just letting that stress the shit out of me. 
Um, yeah. And that's just all manufactured. So kind of yeah. getting it back, putting things back to pen to paper, really kind of, you know, looking back at what's been done, celebrating that, very important to do. And then mm-hmm. putting together and writing a contract with yourself on what it is you actually need to focus on and let, let that allow that to be my North star. And anytime I'm veering off or feeling overwhelmed or allowing myself to feel stressed out about something, is it pertaining to what I'm supposed to be doing? It's not. Well then fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I think it's important too, that uh, you raise an important point there about being able to identify external versus internal stressors. And most often we, it's the internal stressors that are actually um, more detrimental and it's uh, the, the voices inside our heads, whether that's ego, um, you know, the voice of a parent, that kind of thing. Um, These expectations that we place on ourselves that are most often unrealistic and are usually based in some form of like societal conditioning of this is how it should be. Um, I like to think of that voice for me as like the inner toddler. It's like uh, nobody wanted COVID to happen, but here it is. And yet for some reason inside my mind, there needed to be a little pity party and a tantrum before I could move forward. Um, and, and just even getting into that mindset is enough to cause me stress because it can be difficult to come back out of that mindset and, and be able to move forward. And that's a normal thing. I mean, we're all human here. Jay and I are definitely not uh, mind ninjas by any means, but we've both gotten to the point now where we can start to really identify both in our bodies. And this is something that, that we continuously work on of like, okay, I'm not feeling a hundred percent right now. And, and what does that mean? How does it show up in the body? Maybe I've got a headache. I'm tired. I'm clenching my jaw. I feel tight, all of those things. And then we start to identify, okay, well, what might be the cause of that? And it could be, you know, it kind of goes one of two ways. It's either internal, something I've caused to myself or external, something that's happened to me. And we then have a decision to make as to how, how we're going to move forward with that information. So for the external stuff, um, you know, it's recognizing that we, we have a capacity to change our mindset, whether it's instead of happening to me, which is quite, um, which is a victim mindset to this is happening for me. What is in here that I can eventually learn from? And I say eventually, because at the moment you're, we're all in survival. COVID, we're all in survival. I work in education right now. I am 100% in survival, both for myself, my staff, my kids. How are we keeping people safe in schools? Nobody fucking knows. So I, that is a completely 100% external force. But the internal stress, that's 100% on me. That's, that is the voices that come up, the stories I tell myself, how I'm connecting this information to other past information, and then how I'm choosing to show up in the world. And am I still going to show up a little bit stressed? 100%. But I don't have to allow it to affect my behavior, especially to others. And I also have a choice to make where it doesn't fully overwhelm me to where then it's affecting my health. And again, we're not perfect at this by any means, but you, you touched on it a little bit and maybe you can explain a little bit more for your, from your experience of the awareness piece. Like you said a couple of times of just being aware of what the triggers were or what was kind of causing you to feel a certain way so that you knew um, how to do or what to do about it. 
Well, that's just the biggest thing. Like the the one thing though, I did I did kind of uh, catch though is I was al- allowing myself to be stressed out longer mm-hmm. uh, than normal in the sense of not trying to be aware of it and just kind of like letting it exist. Um, well, we fall back into bad habits, right? Like we're still learning. Yeah, so. yeah, and I th- yeah, and, and that, and I just think like also like I've just like I think I'm, I'm I have to also just be aware that I think I'm like mentally exhausted. Uh, yes, from just uh, working through all this this time because it's pretty. It's been a pretty heightened, uh, long height time of like heightened stress, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of even just running a business during COVID, just yeah. Right, just like existing. The, <laughs> it's yeah, hard. Right, and so I think I think I think there's some fatigue there, um, and that's why I'm kind of letting it. I'm letting myself get beat down a little bit and longer yeah. before I'm pulling myself. But honestly, um, today it was <laughs> it was doing an activity that I, I I love doing, and that's playing hockey. And I was playing mm-hmm. hockey this morning on the bench. And I wasn't like, I wasn't playing that good, but it's because I was just making bad decisions. But I'm like, why? Like, what's wrong? So I was doing like a self check on the bench. Yep. And and there I kind of like pulled myself out of, of this being like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's go back and see what's kind of like triggering me right now. And kind of like, how long has this been going on for? I'm like, shit, this has actually been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, then, like, let's kind of, you know, kind of have that conversation with yourself to kind of just at least isolate it to kind of what's going on and then yeah. just living with that. <laughs> By no means curing anything, but just living with it and be accepting of it. And then today, also, as a, as a follow up to that, I meditated at lunch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I'm on this podcast and I feel a lot better than I did this morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, a huge part of it is just being aware of our states and how our states can change minute to minute, if not throughout the day. Um, and and um, I think too that um, many people identify with being stressed, and we can identify with a lot of states, but then we label ourselves like that, and then we carry ourselves through the rest of the day. Where you just said, you know, like, yeah, you were playing shit hockey. You checked in with yourself, and just bringing it to the surface was all that needed to happen in order to start processing it. And I like to use the analogy of like, think of yourself, you know, yourself as like a firefighter. And if you're out in like in the forest and you're fighting forest fires and you're a smoke jumper and it seems like, you know, like all the fire within like the standing trees has been put out. But the next step that they always take is that they start digging into the ground because the fire can travel underground. And that to me is stress where it's like there's always this like underground fire happening and it sometimes takes just a something that becomes the tipping point where all of a sudden it comes to the surface. We just got, we need to start digging because if we don't start digging, then we have no way of putting that fire out. And so just like what you did where you kind of, you know, gave yourself space and time, even though it was like, you know, probably two minutes on the bench waiting for your next mm-hmm. shift of like, okay, I'm just going to check in. Where am I at? And, um, so that then it could, you know, you're digging into the ground, bringing that fire to the surface where then you can put it out. And so many of us do not give ourselves the space and time to be able to identify what's even going on, what's causing me to feel this way. And also, do I have some skills 
in my tool belt to be able to allow myself to feel a little bit better at, you know, at the end of all of this. Yeah. And the biggest thing is, is acknowledging that something isn't right with your, to yourself. And that's yeah. like, and being okay with that. And yeah. Cause I think back to like going back to how I was before this, where I allowed myself to get to a point of having a panic attack. Like mm-hmm. I just turn, I just internalized all this shit and just, yep. you know, kept it, you know, everything light and breezy on the outside, but in the, in the inside, I was just kind of sinking, but you know, now that I'm aware to admit that, you know, okay, I'm stressed. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of shit, Jay. You create, you create a world. <laughs> you create a world yeah. to allow yourself to be stressed. So yeah, you have to be okay with that, or you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. And mitigate it as best you can. And it's you know, and some days aren't going to be good, or so you might have a rough month or whatever. But you know, as long as you're checking in with yourself and you're just acknowledging it and are aware with it, that's like the key to all this. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's two big concepts in there. One is radical acceptance. So that's accepting things as they are right now. It doesn't mean that that what is happening is okay. It's simply being able to land with the fact of right now it's like this. And right now it's like this could mean you're sobbing on the floor, you know, wishing that like everything were different. Or it can mean that you're experiencing tremendous joy or anger. But like in this moment, right now it's like this. And can I accept that for what it is? And then the next step of that is like, okay, what part of this is in my control? And so much of entrepreneurship is, is control freaks. You know, like a large part of, uh, you know, you ask anybody why they went into business for themselves and their number one answer is because I wanted control over my schedule and my time. And any entrepreneur will probably tell you that it's the complete opposite because you're so busy answering to everybody else that you don't get to make your schedule or time. But that's just one example of like, you know, the, the typical personality that goes into entrepreneurship, it's because we're seeking control and a part of mindfulness is recognizing what is in my control and what isn't. And Jay and I have talked about this multiple times of like, just COVID in general is outside of everyone's control. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if you are like a conspiracy theorist and all of it is just bullshit at the end of the day, it's still outside of our control. So what is in my control is how I respond to the environment in front of me and what I choose to do with that information. And, and by, you know, a lot of, what I've had to adopt in my role, you know, I'm in leadership and in education. And a lot of it has just simply been like, what am I choosing to give my fucks to today? Mm -hmm. Like I really, because I don't have the capacity to give it to everybody. Even on the way home today, I, one of my teachers was messaging me and I had to tell her, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not available tonight and nor am I available tomorrow. You can speak to one of the other managers. I'm just like, I'm, you know, like setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know, like, being able to deal with all of this is outside of my control. And so now I'm, I'm starting to prioritize, organize, let people know my boundaries, recognize what is inside my control and then fitting that into my day so that I still have time to take care of myself. You know, when all of that is said and done again, radically accepting that this is the position that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So any last thoughts about stress or maybe for the listeners, kind of like your top things that you um, use or do or um, how you respond to stress that they could maybe take home with them? Oh, it's, it's, it's going to sound so vague and cliche, but it's just honestly, awareness is so important. Like 
it's yeah. okay. All of us, no one's perfect. Everyone's going to feel stress. And it's just being aware that you're stressed and trying to do a self-scan to see if you can find out what's triggering it. Um, but also by drawing awareness to you and it allows you to isolate it so it doesn't actually kind of affect the rest of you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like, don't let stress bring you down because you, mm-hmm. I did that once and I will never do that again. And so now, you know, if, if I'm feeling in a situation where I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed, well, first of all, now I'm acknowledging that's the case. And then I'm going to call myself out on it in the sense of, okay, something's wrong, Jay. And I will talk to someone like April or, you know, Mm -hmm. talk to friends or do something to fill your cup, just knowing that there's the, you know, and then isolating it and then trying to work on the things or the drivers that are causing that. Yeah. Um, That's really it. Like it's, like I said, everyone's going to be stressed. It's, it's 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 as constant as gravity and that's and that and, and everyone has to be cool with that it's just how yeah. we deal with it is what's gonna you know define us um as as, as i guess well as entrepreneurs but as people like you know we can mm-hmm. let stress drunk dr- drag us down and we can just be miserable grumpy people that our friends don't really want to hang out with because we bring them down or you know you can identify that it's there, try to work on it, put it in its own little box and try to figure out how to kind of mitigate and bring it down and still kind of, you know, allowing your other side to be positive and happy, knowing that you're working on trying to bring down and fix the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's uh, like hundred percent awareness. Also, that's what mindfulness is. It's an awareness practice. And that's, that's why Jay and I are so passionate about it is that, you know, it really is a skill set for lifelong well-being. And if you can't identify what's bothering you, then you can't solve the problem. And especially because entrepreneurs themselves are typically problem solvers. uh, You can get very, you know, lost down the rabbit hole and trying to chase a problem like Jay was saying, um, versus being able to identify it right off the bat, especially if it's something that's affecting you. And then I also agree with Jay about reaching out for help. Um, that's part of, uh, why I think that's my purpose in on this earth is to provide help and support for people in the place of teaching them meditation and mindfulness, but also I reach out for help. You know, I've got my own meditation teachers, I meet with on a regular basis and they're the ones I first go to whenever I'm having uh, difficulties. I also, you know, have friends, family, uh, you know, just taking, I can't help take care of others unless I'm taking care of myself. And my role in this world is a caregiver, um, whether that's a teacher in leadership as a coach. And so I need to be taking care of myself first. And so I have to be really aware of when I'm feeling stressed out, you know, when is my sleep off? Am I feeling a little bit off and being willing to admit, and you mentioned this too, being willing to admit when I don't feel okay and not allowing my ego to get in the way of me um, seeking the supports that I need. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, to anyone listening, uh, we're here for you. So please feel free to reach out to us. um, And uh, we'd love to chat with you, especially if you need help um, with your business or you're looking for mindfulness and meditation coaching from myself. 
uh, you know where to reach us. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us on the YAG Hustle podcast. You can find out more about our free Hustle Hang webinars or opportunities to work further with us in a coaching, consultant, or mentorship program through our Instagram at yeghustle underscore. And we look forward to seeing you soon.